Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It is the last episode of the new year, and with uh, an absolute clean sweep for me, I am so excited to announce that we're finally talking about Batman 1966, Batman the the movie. So the percentage breakdown was that thing you do, walked away with 21% of the vote. You guys Your pick of Crossroads, Crossroads, Crossroads. 24% of the vote. And Batman the movie with fifty five percent of the vote. Wow, man! Um, okay, big big wins for me. I mean, what is there to say about the nineteen sixty six Batman? I think that this film, this was a film that I watched repeatedly as a kid into like high school and college because oh I think when I watched it as a kid, <laughs> it ex- explains I thought, a lot. <laughs> I know, but when I was a kid, I just thought. God, this is a really bad movie. Mm-hmm. And that's all I thought about it. And then like in high school and college, and the more you learn about like Adam West and Burt Ward and, and everything, you're like, oh, this is like camp before camp in a weird way. Like right. they really fucking knew what they were doing. And like just and I think that there's even to today watching it, there was like there was like a scene where he calls somebody and there's just a briefcase in the background that says classified waste. Like there's yeah. just like this absurdism mm-hmm. to everything. And like early on in this episode, there's a line from Burt Ward that feels so at home in like a John Waters movie where <laughs> he just points at the camera and he says like, support your local police. That's yeah. our message. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, I, I wrote that down and I was like, you fucking bootlicker. No, I, I wrote <laughs> fuck Batman. <laughs> I yelled at the TV. <laughs> but like, fuck I listen, you. I'm watching it now and I'm like, I think that it's supposed to be over the top yeah. in that sense. Like, it's just like, this is so absurd. Which like, I can appreciate. I can, I can. <laughs> but I was like, this is so much. The I can whole, understand the point, so but it doesn't mean that I have to enjoy it. Right. See, and this might right. be still right. 
my favorite right. Batman movie. <laughs> above oh, Tim Burton, above the Matt Reeves, Matt. above uh, the Reeves? Dark Knight. No, 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 Matt Reeves, the who did uh, the 2022 The Batman. The Batman. Oh, sorry, um, because, wow. That... Yeah, Christopher Reeves was Superman. Slightly wow. different. Wow. I, I, the, the words <laughs> formed in my brain, and then I was so embarrassed that I couldn't speak. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you this. Credit where credit's due. This is the most that you see Batman do detective work. He is truly... A, he but is. I would not call him the world's fucking greatest detective. Okay? <laughs> let's just... Let's get one thing straight here. Uh, it's a lot of luck. Batman. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of luck and a lot of Robin being quick on the buzzer to answer all the riddles. Like, yeah, sure, <laughs> Batman puts everything together, but Robin's like, yeah, I know the answers to everything. And then, like, Batman's just like, oh, you're right. My- X, Y, Z. The, 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 I always jokingly say that the detective work on them concluding that it's all four of these villains is some of the most insane, absurdist writing of all time where they're just like, that, that shark certainly was pulling your leg, Batman. Yes. Yes. Like a joke. Joker. (laughs) It's like, it truly was fishy what was happening there. Fish. Fish like a penguin. (laughs) And my favorite is the, the chief of police going it all adds up to one diabolical riddle riddle er <laughs> the riddler one got me you okay. know and and i think that the biggest f you that this movie tries to pull on us is to make us believe that batman and robin are not lovers but rather <laughs> that he and that he is truly heartbroken that selena kyle was um faking it as, with yeah. her shitty Russian accent. <laughs> the- also, the first thing you see her do is in this thick accent. She goes, "Take off your mask, Batman," and and he's like, <gasps> "Everybody's like, oh my god!" And he's like, "I can't." And she, she's, he's like, "You don't understand our customs." I'm like, Selena Kyle wears the tiniest little bullshit over her <laughs> eyes, mm-hmm. and you've basically seen her wearing underwear. Yeah. How do you not know? That these are that Selena Kyle, that Catwoman, and the Russian lady are the same. That's some bad detective work, you know. He's bad detective work. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) This is what I found. My beard is what he's saying, dude. Dude, I I just I love I love it all. I love it all so much. I love the fake ass shark that he has Mm -hmm. to fight Mm -hmm. with the repellent. Yeah, one of the one of the Different notes that I read when I was look, when I was looking at the prepared. trivia, he said that while they were shooting that scene, <laughs> they were shooting that scene, one of the producers showed up and was like, "Oh man, it sounds awful when he punches that shark." And he looked at them and was like, "Yes, that's the problem with this scene." <laughs> like, <laughs> I do. I will commend them on basically saying yes to everything right so it's like if, yeah. they, if they're working on the script and they're getting to a problem they're like well what are, how is batman going to get out of this and they're like well the easiest thing to do is shark repel it and they're like okay then yes <laughs> then that's I, what we do my favorite way that batman gets out of any situation in this entire movie is when him and robin are magnetized to a buoy and they're shooting torpedoes at him and then the last torpedo happens and they're not there anymore 
jump cut to them in the bat boat and Robin just saying the nobility of the almost human porpoise Batman and he goes yeah. yes it was quite noble for him to throw himself, himself in front of the last torpedo he gave his life to save ours it's you brilliant know, it's brilliant I they are that, just like whatever yeah and the cadence of the lines is really what makes this feel like a cocaine haze like oh, everything percent. is so, but snappy. but this like this was like kind of detrimental to Adam West's career in a sense right, because because yeah. he was very in on the joke and mm -hmm. played it up and because I think audiences didn't get the joke at the time he was just looked at as a truly bad actor when yeah. it's like no he probably understands more of what's happening and the importance of the bad acting in that role more than anybody, mm -hmm. actually. Also, can we just talk about the answer to one of the riddles is Robin Gell's, someone Russian is gonna slip on a banana peel and break their neck. And <laughs> <laughs> you Robin know, I, I've a, never like, thought Robin that gets Riddler, a lot right. But. Yeah, I, 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 I've never really considered the Riddler to be a good Batman villain. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. One of the stupider concepts created for the, uh, you know, the, that that era of Batman. Matt, you're right, though, that the Batman was pretty great because a, a truly psychopathic Riddler was a pretty solid presentation. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I, actually, I, I, can't be accept, I can't accept all gritty reboot versions of silly characters, but that Riddler was pretty sick. They, I think that they actually... That Riddler is kind of the equivalency of what I always talk about of like stop remaking good horror movies and find the good concepts that were done poorly mm -hmm. and fix them. Yeah. And it's like mm -hmm. it really took like like the Riddler is people know the Riddler because there was enough movie versions of the Riddler. Oh, yeah. But like he's always been a dumb character. Yeah. So to take him and be like, all right, but like what's the most psychotic way that someone could I mean, be the Riddler? The Riddler's <laughs> like, always living in the shadow in of seven. the Joker. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 This movie slash the Batman show, the Riddler is way more like how the modern Joker is yeah. than the Joker mm -hmm. is. Sure. Yeah. Like sure. the, the Joker's Joker just, just got a couple bad jokes and then goes along with his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really the th the problem for me watching this because I did not enjoy this watch and I will not yeah. be watching again. Sure that no one is surprised by this. And I'm not <laughs> mad about the watch. I'm just disappointed. Um, I really am Sorry, the dad. dad of the podcast. Holy shit. <laughs> but the, 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 the part that I found so difficult in the watch for me was the fact that I could handle 20 minutes of this. I cannot I handle say the an hour and 20 minutes of this. Right. And this is an right. hour and 45 minutes. <sighs> like it is a long, I thought that it was under 92 until I put it on this morning. Mm -hmm. What did and this do to the TV show? Did this do, it like, so this, this was, kill it? yeah, this was supposed like this to be, it. so here's the thing. It was supposed to be the pilot. Yeah. This was supposed to kick off the show. Oh, but then they actually made it the like after season one, before season two and oh. season one in this movie were so successful. They were planning a second movie and like the second season of the Batman 60 series is fucking long. Like when yeah. they released it on DVD, they actually released it in two separate parts because it's like 53 episodes. Oh, or something. Wow. Like it's really long, it's but I think that they, they bit off more than they could chew at that point, And like, the numbers of audience watching dipped so bad halfway through the second season mm -hmm. that they scrapped the movie and did a very short 
third season and then called it. Like, that's crazy. It's a crazy amount of episodes. But the 60s, I mean. t- 60s TV just did that shit. 60s like, TV. No they were aiming. They were. They were aiming so hard at syndication that they did yes. not care how they got to it. One hundred percent. Um, but there's a thing that I like. Oh, what's that sound? What is oh. <laughs> so. In honor of Robin's fucking simp-ass, bootlicking piece of shit, um, there's this moment where they're climbing up the wall and they're questioning if people are going to think of them weirdly because they're climbing up this wall in this neighborhood and Batman says something along the lines of, uh, no, uh, they're a bunch of rum pots. That They'll think this is an alcoholic uh, hallucination. <laughs> rum goes, and, I'd rather be dead than not trust my own eyes. And that's what that <laughs> motherfucker says. He says, I'd rather be dead than not trust my own eyes. And I'm like, Robin, get the stick out of your ass. Okay, buddy? Just, uh, I'm gonna square, man. He's a square. So I'm drinking a rum and coke uh, in his honor. And I have, um, I was originally going to go with um, chocolate cherry bomb because the only thing I knew before watching this was Batman. I mean, I knew about the shark repellent and I knew about Batman running around with the massive, you know, bomb Bomb. above his head. Which, side note. Best part of the movie watch for me that the, the oh, viewing experience. Oh, it's so ridiculous! It the, keeps so going. Some days you just can't dispose of a bomb or something like that. <laughs> which, which hold on a second. Back to Robin being awful is after Robin finds Batman and he explains how hard it was to get rid of the bomb. Robin's like, "Why don't you just let it blow up all the drunks?" And like Batman's like, "They're human beings, Robin." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Robin kind of is cold blooded. Certainly, Robin don't care. He just wants to go do his puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I have our friend Chris's brewery here in Akron called Eighty Three Brewery. They're fantastic. This is um, Hold Music Limbo. Uh, that's what I went with because I really oh. feel like the Batman music is like hold yes. music. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. So, so this, is, this is a very good I IPA. If you're in Northeastern Ohio, you should check out 83 Brewery because they make very good, very good drinky poos. All right. So we're, we're almost at the end of where my I tried to take some decent notes here. So we get to the point where the penguin shows up in disguise. How Batman could, how and Robin. How could you tell? Batman and Robin immediately see through it. They're just like, you're like, all right, well, that's clearly the jo- the penguin. So let's like figure out what he's up to. And they take him back to the back cave. And he's like, uh, can I get some water? I'm quite parched. And probably my new favorite Batman line, the drinking water dispenser is clearly marked as he mm-hmm. points to the sign that just says drinking water dispenser. Um, you think the and Batman then again, is autistic? Like, that- I, Maybe, maybe. <laughs> So then he rehydrates the pirates. And Which is Batman, a wild plot device. I actually crazy. found that quite interesting. Um, so I don't weird. Know, I don't know how that came up, like who whose idea that was. But I love that Batman immediately is like, oh, he must have rehydrated some dehydrated pirates using our water system. Mm-hmm. He's seen like, this before. <laughs> like yeah. the, the jump from there. So he allows Penguin to steal the Batmobile because his plan is we'll just follow him. And then we'll find out where all the villains are. Not a bad plan. The Riddler shoots a missile at him, and this was another one of those delightful moments of fate that their play their helicopter's about to crash, except that they land at the phone rubber wholesales convention <laughs> that protects their land. Thank God. Thank I mean, God. I, I appreciate the cheese. I really yeah. do. It's just too it's a lot much. of cheese. It's it's An a lot. You get blocked up if you have too much of that cheese. Too much, man. Um, I was somehow, gassy for days. 
Somehow they connect the hints from the riddles of egg and applesauce to immediately know that they must be talking about the UN. Um, yeah. <laughs> like clear as day. Yeah, clear as day. And then <laughs> I do love the the line of Robin says like, "Okay, we'll have to call a cab." And Batman says, at this hour, luckily our bodies are in tip top shape. It'll be faster if we run. <laughs> like, I don't I don't like how he talks about Robin's body to him. I don't <laughs> I don't Are you I don't surprised that's, though? That's no those are safe words for a boss to speak to there. That's <laughs> very fair. I think employer. one of the better one of the better fun, dumb jokes in this is when they do get to this like United Nations type building and he goes to use the elevator, but he has to scan past all the other languages that say up until he finds the English version for up as if like it's a fucking elevator. Yeah. The one on top. The top one. The top button. Um and then find out who the top is. But up up. (laughs) And then the other I'm gonna jump all the way to the end because not much else happens. They all of the villains dehydrate the world leaders. They're holding them hostage. Batman and Robin show up and everything is safe. But I love the absurd escalation of every the day is saved in walks the first person they kidnapped. And not only does he fall down and knock over and smash all of the dust vials, but then he also dramatically sneezes yep. to yep. like blow them away more. Well, uh, dude, do you know what a dehydrated humans will do to your allergies? Horrible. Oh, my God. Awful, awful. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad. Look, this was a fun way to wrap up 2023, a year that was all over the goddamn map. So why mm-hmm. not wrap it up with a movie that is equally all over the goddamn map? So I thank you, all of the loyal <laughs> listeners who put in the votes to make this this childhood dream come true for for your boy MK. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into One Hit Wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Krayshawn's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pass to Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. So since you are the lucky winner, Matt, what would you double feature this with? Probably, I think I said that this is my favorite Batman movie, and I don't think that that's actually true. I'm going to actually double feature it with what I think is the best Batman movie and probably the only other Batman movie that gets that right level of corniness, the Lego Batman movie. Wow, mm, nice. That'd be pretty nice. good. What about you, Kyle? Um, so also because we've just lost um, Marty Croft, uh, I'm going to do the Puffin Stuff movie. Okay. Uh, I think that like we're just doing 
crazy uh, psychotic <laughs> dreams of uh, 60s and 70s television, I'll <laughs> uh, do the Puffin Stuff movie. Fair, fair. Um, I'm going to go with the complete inverse of the Batman movie and do Kick-Ass. Oh, Ooh, nice, because, nice. I mean, I actually really like the first Kick-Ass movie. Um, yeah, second it's the second one where much. the problems come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, they, I've watched them within the last, both within the last two years, I'd say. Kick-Ass holds up. Kick-Ass 2 is very edgelordy. So um, I think that we've actually talked about that on the show, haven't we? Not the movies, yeah. but that, that, they're, that, that yeah. Kick-Ass 2 is pretty edgelordy. But um, I like, I would like to cleanse the palate with, a you know of of a super cheese tastic, completely unrealistic, su- caped or you know costumed hero with mm-hmm. another completely unrealistic, but super violent costumed hero because they both seem to be very over the top in their own sort of ways. Fair. I have a question for you. What? What's going on? Oh, how dare you! <laughs> There you take my bit. Um, so again, there's not a ton. I mean, I think it's around this time that we should at least say, "Hey, I'm pretty sure tickets are available for Creature Feature Weekend mm-hmm. in April. Um, we're almost definitely going to be there. Uh, I just have to book a book a room for us, but uh, we will we'll be there. We should be having a good good time, mm-hmm. and you should come too if you live anywhere near the Gettysburg area. And obviously, hit us up on all the different socials. For sure, hit up our Patreon, patreon.com backslash HMN podcast. And also visit HMNpodcast.com where we have a merch store filled with lots of great shirts and other goodies. But finally, finally, we must discuss what we are watching, what we've been watching in the last week or reading or whatever else. Oh, Matt, again, you know, this is your pick. Why don't you, why don't you give us a little squeeze of the juice? Oh, um, juice. <laughs> I actually watched something that I, I was surprised how much I liked. Uh, I didn't know what it was going to be, um, which was the eight-episode series on Netflix, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Oh, oh yeah. Did I've either of you watch very, it? Yet? No, but I've heard very polarizing things about okay. it. Okay. So the first episode is really interesting because the first episode is almost a full remake of the movie except – when the first fight happens, Scott loses and is killed. And then the rest of the show is Ramona and his band trying to figure out where he went when he was turned into coins. And like, it kind of just goes into this entire alternate universe. And it does a really good job of, in my opinion anyway, of addressing the fact that Scott's kind of the douche. And, like, I think that's a thing that gets lost in that movie. It's way more clear in the books books, than it is in the movie. So, like, being able to, like, spread this out over eight episodes and really, like, let it show, like, hey, this is a dude who, like, is 23 dating a 17-year-old girl. And, like, this is a guy who's dating two girls at once. And, like, this Mm -hmm. is, like, and you get into all these different elements of, like, who's the villain, who's truly the villain, and, like, you get into, like, how fucked up the existence of the evil exes even is. But, like, it also does a really great job of, like, giving all of the villains redemption arcs. And they're all, like, quick 22-minute episodes and just full of great little, like... There's, like, stupid little jokes, like, 
they're making a movie uh, based on <laughs> because of Scott's death it gets so much publicity that someone makes a movie based on if Scott didn't die and did fight all of the evil exes <laughs> and the name of the, and the name of the director is Edgar Wrong like it's oh, just right. like nice. it's just like Solid. so it's so ridiculous and fun like I could see someone not liking it but I can't see anyone straight up hating it cuz it's such like just harmless fun um, and the only you, other thing I'd say is, you know, the internet will find somebody who hates. Oh, some people yes, hate that is fun. that is true. Uh, the only other thing I'll say is that this, when I every time that I watched Scott Pilgrim or read Scott Pilgrim, in in my mind it was a book and story that was very pulled from like video games and pop culture. And this actually really does a good job of highlighting, like, no, this is more than anything. This was inspired by manga and anime with mm. with all of that other pop culture kind of diced in so like seeing it presented in a traditional like anime style is interesting um and it's, it moves a lot smoother and it's a lot funnier than any anime i've watched because i'm not an anime guy at my core but i enjoy anime this. has ruined entire generations of american culture yeah. <laughs> One, it truly truly has but that's that's my quick my quick pitch so either one of you kyle do you want to go uh, next yeah i um i haven't been back to watching anything but Carly's going away this weekend and I don't have my toddler so there's a chance that I'll maybe watch at least one movie this weekend which is crazy no, you gotta but finish House gonna... of Usher <laughs> uh, yeah no no if, Car- oh, dude, if I finish that without Carly she would have a, ah, a yes, conniption parent which is uh, fine but uh, I started playing The Quarry so I don't know if anybody's played this um, or has heard about video this game? What is it? video game called The Quarry uh, it's from the makers of Until Dawn uh, which was a huge horror game. Well, I don't know how big it is. I'm not a huge gamer, but I love what, what, these uh, games. What platform is this? Uh, P- uh, so I'm playing it on PS4. It's on PS5. I don't know if it's on Xbox, but um, but I, it's The Quarry, and it is a sort of exploratory uh, twist a plot, like pick your own path slasher game, at least so Ooh. it seems. Like I'm in the first two chapters. It has Ted Raimi, Lance Henriksen, and Lynn Shea. It also has what? Ariel Winter. It has a few like up and coming slash like relatively young um good named actors plus some like horror icons. Um and right now I mean I'm only in and and David Arquette. David Arquette's in it. Um and basically it starts out with these camp counselors have just finished their summer at camp um, and they're getting ready to leave, but one of them wants to stay because he wants to, like, maybe, um, you know, try to hit things off with this girl. So he sabotages their escape plan. But the camp, the big head camp counselor is like, you are supposed to leave today. Like, you need to leave now. And if you don't, like, think he gets a little anxious about them not leaving, but they can't go anywhere. So he's trying to figure things out. They're staying there. And there might be, like, a wolf in the woods there might be a slasher and there's also but the thing is is like you don't know and you actually might be telling that story with the options that you choose if that makes sense like and you play character to character you make choices those choices change the path of the game it's very fun like if you are kind of into these and so that means like every time you play it you can play your character different you get a different ending to each person's narrative it's they're very fun until dawn Carly and I have played it over and over again. We really love the game. Um, and the quarry is is shaping up to be very fun uh, as well. And it's like they did little other um, Easter eggs. Like if you, you can change the film grain of 
the oh, okay. so you can do a VHS style. You can do an indie horror, which is like a little more warm and like you know glare-y. Um, you can do black and white. Like you can change all these sort of like styles of how you're playing. It's it's really fun, and there's some good jump scares. Um, there's some good acting too. You know, it's all mocap. It's all great. It's 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 fun. It's fun. Nice. So I'm gonna uh, highly to recommend that. I'm, I wonder if it's available on um, right now. It's oh on it might be. I'm not sure. Probably um, not. I mean, it's if it, it, PS PS uh, PS four and five very seldom is is, yeah. is on Switch. Um, but try that, and then Until Dawn, if you even go back further, Until find, Dawn's yeah. very fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, I I, um, I was going to talk about something else, but I will do two things real quick. One, on a whim, I snagged this um, roguelite game for just a couple bucks. It was on sale in the uh, Nintendo eShop. Um, it's called Curse of the Dead Gods, and it is very much a an, it is it is the okayest roguelite I have played. <laughs> Um, it's not nearly as great as Hades, but it's not terrible. Um, and it's uh, the great thing about it is that I can play it for 20 minutes and then not play it for three days. Um, Mm -hmm. because I'm not, there doesn't, the storyline isn't as engrossing as Hades and, um, you know, it's just, it, there's no music, which is very strange. So I just play without the, without any sound, which is fine. What is a rogue? What is rogue light? What is that a rogue light? Is a type of game where you basically go on runs. Um, so you okay. start with a certain few attributes for your character, and then you fight your way through x amount of rooms to get to a boss. And if you die, you go back to the kind of like the spawn room and you you try again. And usually you are able to keep like money or like, you know, gold. It's usually coins or something like that. And other item, some other items um, as well as attributes that you gain throughout your runs. It's fun because a run can take 15 minutes and then I can put it down and not think about it for a couple days. But it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a whole style of game um, that is very fun, okay. and I think that it might be a better game style for me now than Metroidvania's mm-hmm. because Metroidvania's are very story-driven, and I get consumed. Like, yeah. you know, literally any Metroid game, any Castlevania game, you know, I've talked about both of the Blasphemous games as being my favorite Switch games. Um, those are all Metroidvania's. So there's side-scrollers, they're very oh, story-driven, yeah. there's puzzles, there's, you know... You know, you have to unlock different rooms, and and it's just it's very engrossing. Um, I think that mm-hmm. roguelites might be more my style because they don't take as much of my brain, and I can yeah. just kind of play them for fifteen minutes and then forget about them. But what I was going yeah. to talk about was, I was going to talk about a horror movie I watched because this is horror movie night, and we haven't talked about horror all day. So I watched <laughs> The Carrier, nineteen eighty eight. It came up. I don't even remember how it came up. Was it a TikTok or something like that? Um, but I, think I, was, somebody, I think you just sent the trailer. You sent yeah. us the trailer. Or maybe it was it was mentioned or Tubi suggested it. I don't remember exactly how it came into my um, – oh, I, I remember. It was somebody – Matt, I want to say, messaged us in, on Instagram saying – these are these VHS tapes that are for sale. You want any of them? Um, you know, somebody was selling them, and I oh, yeah. went through. Yeah. And or was that you, Kyle? Doesn't matter. It One of the two, of you bastards. Yeah, trying to get Watchers me to spend my money on there. stuff that I don't need. Um, mm-hmm. And instead of buying any of them, I just made a list of stuff that I'd never heard of. And Carrier was on it, and I watched the trailer. And it's it's about this guy who basically has like this withering touch um, in this small religious town. 
and they believe that they don't know where this this destroying touch is coming from um, because he'll touch an object and then the next living creature that touches it basically melts into it Whoa. it's such a cool concept because he actually gets slashed by like a werewolf and it's kind of like a werewolf's curse um but it has he does not shapeshift at all it's just that when he touches something and it, it so it's got this contagion aspect to it everybody's wearing plastic it's it feels so covid to me because mm. um you know we didn't know what was going on in like you know february march of 2020 um and so it's got like that contagion aspect to it but it also is kind of religious um these you know religious infighting but also supernatural and there's some really fun body horror kills in it um but it's not a not a good movie it is not i don't think that there's enough <laughs> in it that we could do as a show for as a, mm. as a full show episode. Um, so that's why I'm talking about it now because I really watched the whole thing. It's almost two hours long. It's crazy long oh. and the pacing sucks ass. So um, <laughs> I really did not enjoy my watch, but I thought that there were mm. so many cool concepts that were wasted in it. Um, I still have the copy that I found of it. If you guys want me to send it to you via WeTransfer and you can make your decision. Matt is, is not it a VHS rip? Yeah, it's a VHS rip. Okay, I have the VHS PS okay, uh, then of it already, so I'm, just I'm not... You don't, yeah, I, I don't... Yeah. My, my computer does not no. need to hold on to this. Get rid of it. Yeah, rid it's of it. You not, don't need to carry that weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a cooler movie when you talk about the ideas that they ruined by making the movie but that know? doesn't take two hours that just takes you know Five three minutes. four minutes yeah, so exactly. yeah exactly <laughs> much better as a campfire story <laughs> uh speaking of things that would have been better shorter batman the movie from 1966 uh we will be back next week in the new year with a film even older than batman 66 that you also picked, picked, picked son of it's Kyle that picked that? Picked by Kyle. I don't so appreciate the fact that I can't tell anymore. <laughs> I only can trust my own picks. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to mix things up. I think he's gonna zig he's gonna zag. Yeah. It's electrifying. <laughs> but we'll be back next week with more horror movie night goodness. listening to the Geekscape Network.